Orb presents all this and Gargantua 2. Part 2. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome back to part two. We're, we're, it's, it's, it, it's just us now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, so due to scheduling stuff, uh, we love Gwen with our whole hearts. Uh, my health stuff kicked up, as mm-hmm. I mentioned last time. Uh, I have a better handle on it, but schedules did not work out to get her on the second half. Gwen will be back. Yes. That is a threat. <laughs> uh, it sounds like one and it it's, is one. It's a promise. So, it's a promise and a threat. Uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, talking about the the back two thirds or so of Gargantua 2. Uh, the first half was very heavy with uh, kind of generalities and where it fit into the context. Mm-hmm. We're going to finish the, uh, the recap this episode. Yeah. Uh, so right before... Uh, you know, we ended the last episode with the sovereign, uh, giving an ultimatum to the remainder, uh, to the remaining four members of the, uh, of the council of 13 saying, Hey, join me on my mission, destroy the gargantua two spaceship and all of our enemies within. Uh, and when they refused the sovereign, uh, opened up the gas, uh, started gassing their little, uh, their little booths, but watch and ward, uh, cut in and rescued Dr. And Mrs. The Monarch and welcomed her to the resistance, a movement inside the guild that was building up, uh, to resist the Monarch and, uh, you know, basically his suicide mission. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so everybody is, uh, we're, we're picking up right there. Um, the Monarch and 21 are going through security at the airport. Uh, you know, give me a New Jersey transit schedule. They're on the <laughs> way to make their way to uh, Gargantua too. Not from the airport. We'll see how they get there. Yes. Um, there's some, some business, some TSA business going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he didn't check his dart shooters, uh, through the, uh, through the checked lug- luggage, like a fool. Right. Right. Hey, can it counts as weapon? It's, it's weird. You can just check it. You can do as you can have a weapon on a plane as long as it's in the bag. Yeah. 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 Well, how would you get to it? <laughs> you know, uh, there are, you know, there are uh, panels you can lift to get down there. It's just in the belly of the uh, thing. Yeah. In the belly of the plane. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why we got, uh, that's why I have to take off my shoes. <laughs> so the monarch the can take a start. The shoes anymore. The belt sucks. Yeah. I don't like the belt. Yeah. My pants fall down. Yeah. I, I turn into like a, like a fat clown. <laughs> I like I constantly am bending over my big, like gigantic boxers with huge hearts on them. <laughs> you know, like my, my, my ghost and goblins boxers are constantly showing. <laughs> that's, that's the, the thing about, that's the thing about a belt is that it is, it is a functional garment. You know, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. just for decoration. Yeah. They oh. should make a magneto belt that has no metal in it. Ooh. I mean, I'm, 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 po- I'm that. positive that exists. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of the belt they give Magneto to keep his pants up. <laughs> Charles, uh, Charles, hold up. So, <laughs> so, so uh, uh, the monarch explains to uh, twenty twenty one, saying like, "Hey, if we take out Phantom Limb, who is also making his move on the uh, on on uh, Gargantua two, uh, uh, we can get in. We can get in good with the guild because Limb is uh, their most wanted fugitive. You know, for all of his attempted mutiny and whatnot. Well, he doesn't just want to get in good. He wants to get on the council. Yes, with his wife. He does not know any of this intrigues going on mm-hmm. at this point. Um, this airport's hopping uh, because Red Mantle is there as well." 
uh, in disguise. These are the uh, the guild members that OSI lost. Yes. Like their tails uh, got shaken off. Um, he's got Dragoon's head disguised as a big, gross, gory tumor. That's so gross. Uh, um, Why do I have to be nasty. the tumor? <laughs> uh, that's what you are to me. You're a <laughs> nagging, festering sack of flesh that's eating me alive. <laughs> uh, and then there's a great little joke with uh, Dr. Z is behind them as a rabbi he pops his head out. Uh, yes. Gentlemen, if you do not cease your endless bickering, I'm prepared to perform a bris. That's that, uh, that's so the, what I like about Doctor Z. He commits to the role, commits to the bit. Yeah, <laughs> he he's willing to cut off the tip of an old man's penis if it means commitment to the bit. <laughs> to make a point. Um, yeah, I I I like the idea of him just carrying carrying around a moil knife. So uh, Hunter radios Brock, you know, to get a status update. Um, Brock is looking around, you know, to get back on track after he's been having sex with Amber Gold. Uh, he can't find his fake mustache, uh, cause Tank, or, uh, Hank grabbed it. Mm-hmm. Hank the Tank. Yeah. Um, we, we cut over to him in the casino. Uh, he has the mustache on and tries to gamble, uh, tries to buy some chips with his Hank bucks that he brought from <laughs> Hank. I just, I just like the idea that just his idea of what commerce is like, oh, of course I take this money at my store. Everybody has to take it. Right. Yeah. Money is money. <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, the Mr. Show thing with the, the homesteader. He's like, I pay myself for groceries that I find in the forest. <laughs> and it's hanging out some bark and twi- you know, rocks that he's drawn symbols on. Groceries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pay myself for groceries I find in the forest is a powerful sentence. <laughs> uh, Rusty is here, uh, continually bitter. Uh, he is with Action Man and Rose, you know, complaining about how I'm the only person who belongs up here. I made the ray shields. I'm the one keeping us alive. Uh, kind of reminding yeah. us what happened in the uh, in the opening episode of the season, uh, and uh, this is going to come back at the end as well. Yeah, those they, racials. Nobody, nobody cares about Rusty at this point. No, no. Uh, Dean walks up with Colonel Gentleman. Colonel Gentleman wants to to play some craps here, and Dean is wondering where JJ is. No one's actually seen him; they've just seen that projection. Right. Um, and Rusty decides to go look for him. So I'm going to give him a piece of my mind uh, there. Uh, Brock comes in in disguise. Uh, he had cut off a piece of his mullet to make a mustache. Uh, <laughs> this is an animation thing where this looks identical to his fake mustache because of how things are animated. Yeah. In real life, this would look a lot crappier. It would. Yeah. Uh, but it's called out. You know, it's like, hey, does my mustache look good? If if you mean, is it a mullet? Then yes. Uh, but she says, hey, stop worrying and gamble. Um, and this is this is this is maybe a little gratuitous, uh, but I like it as a visual gag anyway. It's like, all right, yeah, we'll gamble, but no backer. Only spies play backer, <laughs> and then it's all yeah. these James Bond wannabes over it's three bonds. Yep, three bonds over there in the martini. It's like, oh, your mind shaken, not stirred. It's like, yeah, you all did. <laughs> uh, this is cute to me. Yes, uh, you know. Uh, so Rusty uh, comes into JD's office. Uh, Billy's there as well. Billy's dressed up in, as a doctor. And Billy leaves and is like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, and it's you know, genuinely like a really soft scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusty starts apologizing and JJ jumps into his arms. Yeah. Uh, here to give him a big hug. Yeah. That feels like home. Uh, he yeah. says, you know, cuddled up to his bosom. Remember, JJ was excised as a tumor. Um, yes. And JJ is, you know, clearly at the end of his life. Something that I love. Uh, forget if it's the commentary or the uh, or the or the art book, but they're talking about like, yeah, you can't really sell the way somebody looks when they're dying of cancer in animation. You know, well, they wanted to, they wanted to make it, but it looked too grotesque. Yeah, 
like they had drawings of it, but they were, it was too squicky. Yeah. 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 So here he's just, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of thin and his, um, you know, eyes are sunken and he's, and he's bald. He kind of, kind of looks much more similar to, to, to rusty, right. And bald and he's got the yeah. goatee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, he starts kind of soliloquizing, like, you know, you rusty, you did it right. You have family, friends, a little business you can call your own. Um, this is, you know, rusty's a deeply unpleasant person who does not appreciate his friends and family. Right. Uh, and and also he's on the rat race <laughs> all means nothing when you're about to die Ethan winters my, my, um, or, my organs are failing rust yeah, yeah. oh um, yeah so he, he's bald he's he's dying he's got cancer of the everything mm-hmm. yeah total uh yeah. T- total system shutdown and that was something that um uh that, that was why he called billy up you know this this talented surgeon who maybe could help as kind of a as kind of a hail mary uh, but you know, Billy's opinions like, no, no, this is, you know, this, the, 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 this is for real. Uh, there's another hail Mary that ends up being a little bit of a red herring. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, the investors are here and JJ knows it <laughs> like yeah. they, they, they loom in and he says, no, you know, we'll review those terms later when I'm not with my family. And then, and and then they float away. It's kind of made to seem like he is, he is working with them, but that is not the case. Well, he, he is working with them. He's not working for them the same way that like that Monstroso was. Did. Yeah. Like they are investors in his company. Yeah. That's why Brock showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and meaningfully Rusty doesn't see this. Rusty's back has turned. Yes. So he does not see the three creepy floating guys. Oh, <laughs> well, they can also control who sees them, which we're going to see down at, uh, uh, down with Brock. Yeah. I, I always, I thought that was, they can't be shown on electronic devices. Hmm. People in like the room are not spy cameras. People in the room are not uh, are not reacting uh, in the in the way that they would if there were these floating weird guys around. Their backs are all turned as well. I suppose. So, yeah, I, I always assumed it was like a vampire thing, like they can't show up on cameras. Yeah, but no, who who can tell? <laughs> Um, but, um, down in the, um, down, down in the casino, Brock is planting more spy cameras and Hank, again, Hank being the amazing spy that he is, you know, made them any waves and winks, you know, ah, Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, very, very uh, Brock is distressed when the investors appear before him, they're on board. Uh, they did not know that that was going to be happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to take them out, uh, and do something, but, uh, you know, the, his earpiece shorts, Hunter can't see them, uh, because I, you know, they disrupt electronics, Slender Man style, Mm -hmm. uh, or whatever. Um, and they end up, uh, surrounding Brock and Brock's like, you know, what are you sickos doing here? (laughs) Um, you know, and they, they, you know, it's not our custom to go where we are not invited. Unlike (laughs) some people we know. Yeah. You know, because Brock is technically trespassing, and they use that to uh, they use that to get him taken away. You know, yeah. like yeah, just uh, you you, <laughs> you kid you stole somebody's ship and kidnapped them. Uh, so you need to be like you you can't you can't be here. And pirate captain basically that that's the line that he takes. Like yeah, like technically you do need to be taken away. Uh, there's no brig on here. <laughs> which is fun. Like how oh, what kind of ship doesn't have a brig? Uh, instead, yeah, they're going to space station. <laughs> Yeah. Captain. Yeah. Uh, every vessel should have a brig, uh, according to uh, according to uh, old PC there. Uh, but instead, he has them taken away to the to the cages. Yeah, uh, just find a small room. Yeah, for them. Take them to the laundry brig. Yeah, yep. 
Uh, Hank uh, tries to maintain this as cover. He puts all his chips on black and, and just says some people just don't lose very well uh, <laughs> to, to the people in, in background. Make, begging the question how he got the chips. <laughs> maybe they took Hank bucks. Maybe uh, maybe they called up to JJ and he said, ah, just, you know, humor no, him. Why not? Uh, so we see Hector and Swifty, like everything's coming together, uh, you know, uh, or two. And, and just how long has it been since you thought about Hector and Swifty? I love them. I mean, it's Swifty, yeah, especially I'm pretty, I'm pretty no more. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're uh, on a shuttle on their way. Uh, Swifty saw, uh, or not, uh, Swifty doesn't talk here. Hector says he saw something unusual yeah. on the outside of the station here because Swifty's got a secret. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so uh they get an access code to get uh, to get through the ray shield, you know, as they're coming back in. Um uh, but uh two of the Revenge Society members, um Fat Chance and Professor Impossible, kind of stowing away on the back of this. So they're uh you know that that's how they got through the uh, through the shield. Wait, isn't uh, he I, I thought he was uh Professor Impossible. No, Professor Impossible is forming himself as swifty with he, fat chance inside him. He, 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 he takes them over I, it, it is it is unclear but they are definitely it is definitely the two of them hanging off the back of the shuttle kind of sitting on the back uh the, like the back ledge so i think that like when they mm-hmm. go when they go to board that's when professor impossible uh kind of takes uh, uh, uh takes on the form right that feels like a hat on a hat that feels like an air on in the script or something yeah but it's definitely yeah. both of them hanging off the back because I, I i went back and uh looked to make sure who it was because for a second I thought it was uh, I thought it was radical left. Yeah, yeah, weird, weird choice to just not have them impersonate. Yeah, they go up there and have them briefly impersonate when they get on the ship. Yeah, the I, I think I think that the uh, the 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 order of events was create a distraction, draw the shuttle out, um, and then ride it back in and disguise yourself as whoever uh, as whoever you need to to get in. It's like a hitman level. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so pirate captain walks into JJ's office and JJ is still being real clingy, uh, saying like, Hey, we found a UFO out there. Um, I, I, I also love pirate captain saying like, yeah, no, it's, he, he really clings when he gets on there. So I just, I love yeah, that JJ good. is doing this to pirate captain too. Very sweet. <laughs> uh, um, but the object, what they found, uh, was not, you know, a ship or anything. It was a person. It was, it was general Traster. Yep. I uh, love it. You know, again, bringing everything back. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the revenge society uh, is getting ready to make their move. Uh, phantom limb, uh, is, is taking a shit, but he's actually secretly talking to the sovereign, Uh little cute little gag. The sovereign pops up on a hologram to surprise him. And then he shits makes the <laughs> pop noise. They've done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that showed up in, uh, operation VN. Yep. But, uh, yeah, cute, cute little, Cute little yeah. callback. I love how the sovereign's face just is, is like right in right in his face too. Yeah. It's Horrible. just real uncomfortable. Also, the first time yeah. that we've seen the side of the the side of the siren sovereign's face. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've always sympathized with people in TV shows who could be scared into shitting. Whereas, if the sovereign popped up when I was shitting, I think I would close up tighter than, you know, anything. Finish it. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> tighter than well i'm trying to think of what's what's tight that isn't just a sweet little asshole <laughs> <laughs> i would have gone pit, pit, pickle jar <laughs> yeah like yeah like like a sweet little pickle jar <laughs> you know, like a little baby gherkin oh. uh sorry you, you, you really caught me off guard and now i'm coughing <laughs> 
Uh, it's, off guard. I, I'm excited to talk about sweet little assholes on this, but sometimes they do be sweet though. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we talked about poop shyness at the end of uh devil's grip, right? Oh yeah. 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 It keeps going. It's kind of a lot at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, it's the source material. Um, yeah. so Phantom is like, I, like, I can't believe that you found us. Right. Like, like how in the world, uh, force majeure mm-hmm. was the sovereign's predecessor. He was the old sovereign or the, the old leader of the guild. Um, and this meteor has been the sovereign's retreat for, you know, for summer years, retreats, yeah. summer home or something <laughs> up in space on this meteor. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, so is operation backdoor proceeding as planned and no, that's not a euphemism. Again, because very poop. funny thing to ask somebody should. <laughs> uh, so this this is the plan. Phandalum has been in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is he gets up there, he leaves the back door open for the sovereign uh, to come in there and take out Gargantua too, and get a place in the council. Yes, for the whole Revenge Society as as part of this. Yeah, so they get their money, and he gets his place on the council for creating this opportunity. Um, and nobody else on the Revenge Society knows about this deal. Um, notably, all of these people are all of these are people who have been burned by the guild, hence the revenge and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, we cut over to Doctor Mrs. the Monarch with Phage and Mommy Longlegs sneaking their way through the guild. Um, watch them ward warn them not to touch anything. And twenty one pops up. Mm-hmm. You know uh, the uh, you know there you are the monarch uh, the monarch's waiting for you guys acting like Alex Sam and Clover of totally spies. Uh, and Doctor Mrs. Honor goes, wait, it might be a trap. And I, I love this delivery. Twin goes, might be. And it's such a good, like, yeah, gleeful little little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's the sovereign. He's in he's in shapeshifter shapeshifter form. I like that because uh, like that's kind of something that uh, <laughs> that twenty one would say, but it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's it's very specific in a way that he wouldn't do it. And and, yeah. and 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 awkward. Also, to be reminded of Totally Spies. Do you know about Totally Spies? I do not know about Totally Spies. I had to look this up after. Yeah. The, uh, so it's like a Nickelodeon cartoon or Cartoon Network cartoon about these three lady spies. But like it is, you know, meme famous or what have you, because a shocking number of the episodes are related to different paraphilias um, in a way that it would have to be um, intentional. So they have episodes that are like, you know, inflation, all kinds of transformation stuff. They've got things that are like, like weirdly specifically BDSM, but not called that or treated as that, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's this weirdly like, it, you know, internet horny Change forward. Yeah. Kind of, kind of show. But if you go and like, look at a list, it becomes unmistakable. And that is what I associate totally spies with. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, On Twitter, there was a, one of those meme things going around where it listed a bunch of Nickelodeon shows and it was like, and with prices next to them. <laughs> and it was like, you know, you have $20, what should you buy? <laughs> and I was only able to find $3 worth of things I wanted. <laughs> they didn't, ha- like, they didn't have like, the cool stuff. Like, did they have uh, like the like Global Guts and Legend of the Hidden Temple on there or was it all no, just the just shitty cartoons? cartoons. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I would watch Doug and Rocco, but I don't yeah. need the rest of this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so well, uh, angry uh, beavers was good. Uh, but, um, yeah. So doctor, yeah, like the, the sovereign reveals himself is he's, he's the Eagle here. Uh, but he, uh, six, all of the, uh, the kill bots, the slaughter bots on them. Uh, and mm-hmm. mommy long, long legs get shot. It's pretty frustrating. Mommy long legs would have been a good hook speaking yeah, for so the much. colony. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, we love her. Uh, but then two diamond dogs rush in, uh, <laughs> take out the slaughterbots. You know, Mrs. Monarch, Dr. And Mrs. The Monarch think they're going to fight them as well. Um, but this is watching Ward controlling them. Yes. Uh, this is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part where he's like the, one of them just walking into the wall and we cut <laughs> over to them with controllers they're, they're playing them with Xbox controllers basically mm-hmm. this is like when I got stuck in that card in Red Dead Redemption uh, <laughs> and, and they're, they're being real good like check it out I found a code to make the dog walk uh, dog stand which is also apparently a Red Dead Redemption thing where the horse could walk Oh, huh. uh, in Red Dead Redemption 1 oh, I haven't um, played it enough I, I, I yeah. did I did like maybe five hours of Red Dead Redemption one and then I did the undead uh, the undead nightmare uh, expansion because mm-hmm. uh, that was interesting and then it glitched and I couldn't make progress so yeah that's a big blind spot for me yeah the Red Dead Redemptions I I really want to play uh, too our list one of our listeners who worked on it sent it to us um, yeah I'm very you know. curious about it. I feel some guilt about not playing it after they send it to us yeah. and it's not because I don't appreciate it just because mm-hmm. we played other stuff for work yeah. It's huge. It's like a 90 hour yeah. thing. My understanding is you have to get really into like Western vistas. Everything happens yes. very slow, but you have to kind of drink it in as like a slow. Mm-hmm. It's like know, a the like, beautiful West. Yeah. Like a, like a cowboy life sim, which is not entirely unpleasant uh, to consider. Yeah. A cowboy life. You get to fuck the dirt a lot. According <laughs> to Dalton Wilcox. You uh, cool. get a, a mud virginity <laughs> out of the earth. A mud virginity. Cowboy <laughs> If cowboy seeds worked like regular seeds, there'd be cowboy trees from here <laughs> to Oklahoma. The, what the fuck are you talking about? Don Wilcox, the poet laureate of the West. Okay. Uh, it's, it's an Andy Daly. Okay. Okay. He, he writes cowboy poems, and mostly they're about fighting mythological monsters. <laughs> uh, like him mistaking his friends for Frankensteins and vampires and killing them. <laughs> but his his first one was about digging a pit, digging a pit of mud in the earth and fucking it. Okay. Okay. Every cowboy does it. Is this a? I always hear about these these Andy Daly characters, your Dom DeLillos and what is this? Is this all comedy bang bang, or is this the pilots? That's where I heard about it, but it's all, it's all those things. Gotcha. Okay. Oh yeah. Dalton, Dalton Wilcox is worth a Google search. Just <laughs> uh, Dalton Wilcox poems. The the <laughs> first one, the vampire one, is incredible. <laughs> well, vampires, vampires, teeth as sharp as barbed wires. Like <laughs> he just, uh, it's really good. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so Dean joins Rusty at watching Billy treat Tracer. Dean just kind of like gloms onto things in this plot. Yeah. <laughs> he just shows up while other people are doing things. It, he, he gets, he gets a little bit of development toward the end when his, uh, joie de vivre, you know, like when he falls back in love with the adventuring life a little bit. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, at, at least for like the bulk of the first, first two thirds of this episode, he's just kind of, you know, he's just an appendage. Uh, Tracer is barely alive. You know, he was flash frozen, uh, like, like, you know, like frozen peas, you know, or bird's eye peas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, just inundated with cosmic radiation, which we're going to uh, find out is meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he wakes up, you know, JJ goes to pull the plug on him and he wakes up and he immediately thinks that people in the clean suits are actually aliens. Like, what do you want? He's like, you know, take me to your leader. I'm ready to assimilate your culture. Mm-hmm. You cure my cancer. Like, it, you know, great Toby House stuff. Uh, Billy tries to sedate him to check his vi- vitals, and Tracer's like, "Oh, you're the bad aliens, you know, the probing aliens." Uh, yeah, you're gonna pro, you know, probe him. Uh, punches, punches JJ across the room, runs off. <laughs> uh, Billy goes, "Fuck this noise! I'm gonna go get drunk and gamble." Like Billy's had a, r- a rough day. He really He's has. 
uh, in the commentary, they talk about like, oh, just how great is it when you can have when you can have a character uh, just like declare when they're like when the plot is done with them. Like, okay, yeah. I'm over it. I'm I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah. And even though he does still get some uh, interesting stuff, mm-hmm. you know, he gets to, he learns some interesting information. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Monarch in twenty one. Uh, the plane that they hopped on actually took them over to the venture compound. Uh, they pull up to the to, you know, to the gate and it won't open. Uh, uh, like twenty one warns uh, warns the monarch about the electric fence. Then he does his uh, you know hyper competent twenty one parkour over it before the monarch just touches it. No, it's not electrified. All the power's out. Remember the phone call yeah. that we talked about last episode. Uh, the uh, the just the the, the power has gone down and hatred has been uh, trying very hard to uh, get it back on. Yeah, this this uh this scene rubbed me weird because it's played as like the monarch, kind of talking down to twenty one around this stuff. But yeah, he had no idea the power. You know, the power would be out. Yeah, like the the twenty one again is is trying to be competent, and the monarch through pure happenstance mm-hmm. is putting him down. Yeah, you know, like you would just have been electrocuted and died. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's still just being really casual about it. Twenty one and the monarch's relationship is not something I'm very sold on yet. No. Like they develop it and it gets good with the morpho stuff, but yeah. you know, I'm not going to keep harping on it, but it, it, it has a lot of debt to pay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They're in a, there. It's, it's deep in the hole. They're, they're in a hole. Um, yeah. but, uh, uh, the monarch goes flipping through Rusty's mailbox, which is stuffed and sees, Oh, he hasn't played, he hasn't paid his electric bill since June. So that explains that it's not something mechanical. It's just the, the service was cut off. Yeah. Uh, they can't launch the rocket without electricity. 21 knows where the generators are. We cut down to blow the tunnels where hatred is trying to navigate the tunnels uh, to, to fix the power and stuff. He's with Orpheus and then Jefferson and the alchemist show up as well yeah. to spook him. And also just to have him here because it's a big kind of goodbye episode. Yes. Uh, so Orpheus says, Hey, you, you, you need to uh, stop fooling around. There will be consequences if we don't get the current on. Um, you know, implying that there's just all kinds of stuff that's under containment that'll break out. Uh, but no, the, the lights come on without them doing anything. Uh, and, uh, the rocket starts rising from its silo. There is the rocket that, that they took in, um, uh, what is it? Careers in science to get up there. It's redesigned. Mm-hmm. So it is not like as explicitly phallic, like it doesn't have as pronounced a glands, but it is the same rocket. Um, it's and pretty phallic too. it's, it's, like, I mean, rockets, rockets is phallic. Yeah. It's still got ball, ball sacks <laughs> yeah. a little bit. They're just minor ball sacks. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the monarch had, uh, taken a gas can and, uh, filled up the, uh, uh, filled up the generator and then brought it onto the, <laughs> onto the shuttle with him. Um, uh, thinking it was one of those air conditioner things that astronauts carry. I tried looking this up. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, he's lying. Oh yeah. Uh, he, did, he didn't bring the gas can on for that. He's trying to cover for the fact that he had brought a gas can on because he had just ridden the monarch pattern Yeah, uh, in gasoline. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know what he's talking about either. Some piece of an astronaut's outfit. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. he's uh yeah it's, it's not real. Yeah. Um. The uh the rocket takes off. The uh, fire ignites a little monarch symbol. Uh. In in the symbol in the grass. Yeah. Um. You know he's gonna get a little. You know he's of course he's gonna get like oh it's not like I wasn't gonna get a little arching done. Yeah. Here uh, this fire ends up being load bearing fire. Yeah. <laughs> he he arches he arches rusty more than he realizes. Uh, I also like the uh, I like the gag of him, you know, when he's doing his cackling uh, and the wings deploy inside of his spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so we, we switch over to, uh, you know, Swifty, uh, going into his little, uh, apartment and this is where it's fat chance wearing a possible, like a skin suit. Uh, I say this doesn't count as blackface, does it? That's very cute. <laughs> uh, and the rest of the revenge society come through fat chance, uh, through his, his portal since he's fat choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, they all get sent to the space station bridge. Yeah. Uh, they take everybody out because it's not meant for combat. All the Ven bots, mm-hmm. uh, phantom limb initiates a lockdown, uh, and they attack the security guards that are in the casino there. <laughs> Um, you know, he, uh, he probably he comes out yelling. He says, we are the revenge society and Hunter who's watching on the screen says, who the hell are these assholes? Uh, <laughs> they have not ran into each other at all. No, no. I just, I, I like, I like the timing of that. Um, that Hunter always has good timing. Uh, but, uh, under Biden and, and, uh, sorry, zero, uh, they burst in to the casino's cages. This is where Brock is being held with, uh, with, with Amber and zero just barely acknowledges Brock. You know, they have history. Um, you know, previously, you know, just, uh, they, they'd run into each other. Um, and, uh, you know, Zeri just starts like walking away from the money with Brock kind of taunting him. So I'm like, oh yeah, I recognize you. I don't, I know you. Oh yeah. yeah. You're the guy, you know, he starts, he starts, he's doing the, uh, taunt the guard. So he gets close. Yes. Tag. Yeah. So he can get out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the old timers are huddled under the card table. Um, and, uh, they're scoping out the situation. Hank is real impatient. Like, hey, you guys are these, you know, action heroes, right? Why aren't you stopping them? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just. Uh, and they're just like, oh, you know, this is what the police are for. It's better. It's just money. Yeah. You know, which like, yes, adventure is good, but also. Yeah. It is just money. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no sense. Uh, no, no sense risking our lives or getting other people killed. So. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Rose actually is the one who's like, you know what? The boy's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and starts uh, planning. Billy's very surprised. Yeah. He's like, you know, you stay back here, water baby, where it's safe. Yeah. Uh, you know, so she's like laying, like laying out tactics and assigning people to like different places and you take him and you take him. Like she's just very much on it. Uh, and it's going to yeah. be revealed because she is, uh, you know, triple threat. That's why she was at that. Uh, that's why she was at the, uh, retirement community for former adventures. Right. Yeah. The action man is going to get his filth all over. <laughs> so, oh yeah. man. Um, so back down at the surface, uh, going back to the uh, resistance plot line, uh, we see what appears to be a fat man on a fishing, uh, like a rowboat at night fishing. I this. <laughs> this reminds me of the whale that gets sawed in half uh, in Venture Libre, the not very good episode of Venture Libre. Oh, yeah? When, when, uh, we, yeah, when, when Helper mm-hmm. cuts the whale in half from within. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I just love that they disguise they disguise this escape hatch from the from the guild headquarters just as this as this perpetually fishing fat man out in the middle of the lake. Um and the, and they emerge and Fade is like, all right, you know, fuck this noise, I'm gonna get out of here. Um and yeah. Dr. Mrs. the Monarch, you know, doesn't go doesn't go with him. She you know, she she stays and uh, and calls the monarch. Um, uh, you know, and like you said, there is ground that needs to be covered to get this relationship back where it needs to be. I do like that when she calls, they are playing 20 questions, uh, mm-hmm. just cause they're killing time in the rocket, which is nice. It's, it's a cute thing. I, I, in the commentary I got, or not the commentary in the book, I felt like doc was a little too self-congratulatory about it. Mm. It's this weird thing. Like, again, I'm, I don't feel like we're there yet yeah. with those characters, you know, this, this is fine. Uh, and it's cute, but it's a really packed episode. Yeah. You know, and I like people talking, but I, I, 
I want them to to make jokes or talk about emotional stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of this is just a straight up game of 20 questions. Whenever yeah. we got back to this, there's no, there's no incident. The, the, the answer know? is, the answer is a real deep poll. I mean, even for the time that it, uh, that, that, it, uh, this aired. So yeah, not, not, not a lot of people I mean, were thinking about Lance Burton in, in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes sense that they would, you know, they both have this kind of shared, like mm-hmm. every character on the show has this weird share. They have the knowledge that doc and Jackson have. Yeah. Uh, you know, the things they're obsessed with, the characters are obsessed with. Mm-hmm. It just ended up feeling like a weird amount of time yeah, to yeah. me. Uh, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, when she calls, uh, she's like, oh, you know, we're on our way to Gargantua too. And she's like, that's the exact worst place for yeah. you to hang to. You know, you have to turn around and she's like, I can't, or Monarch's like, I can't, like they're on autopilot. Yeah. You know, they, they're like, we don't know how to, how to do a, do a ship or pilot a ship. And there's just a big button that says Gargantua. <laughs> They're originally going to make it go to Gargantua One, which would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just going to hand wave that. It was it was just going to take them to empty to the empty space where where Gargantua Gargantua One used to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they weren't even headed into danger, but uh, you know it ends up working out a different way. Uh, Doctor Mrs. the Monarch says tearfully, "You know, I'm not going to let you die," and you know very sweetly says, "You're the only part of my life that I know is right." You know, just uh, the, the, yeah. they they have a you know it's not it's he is not always the best husband, but they have a good solid relationship. Um, and uh, she says, you know, don't worry, I'll be careful. You know, you guys just do your best to stay alive. And then we look down and we see that uh, you know she's gut shot. She she herself yeah. is 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 probably going to die because in the exchange of fire with the uh, with the slaughterbots, she took a hit. Yeah, uh, the uh, so back in the casino. Lim goes up to the bridge to deactivate the ray shields. You know, the idea is just to let uh, asteroids tear apart the ship. Yeah. Um, the investors show up and stop him. The sovereign didn't tell them that the investors were, you know, in play. And he's surprised. And he actually accidentally reveals that uh, the sovereign was conspiring against them. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're like, thank you for that information. And they, mm-hmm. they disappear. Yeah. Uh, right before they do, the big fat investor destroys the panel. Yep. <laughs> so I love the legs destroys the panel. I also love that uh Professor Incorrigible or Impossible, you know, uh calls Fantaloon and says, Hamilton, trouble in River City. <laughs> like yep. that's the way you Which describe. is about billiards. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the, the, mor- play the moral how- rot. Yeah, the moral rot that is billiards, uh, which I my jaw dropped when I first saw that musical. <laughs> saw the Music Man. God. I was like, "Oh, style will only make sense." And also, what the fuck? Yeah, huh? Trombones, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, good, good choice. Musicals. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, this. Uh, I think in late spring or early summer. Okay. My girlfriend has an extra tickets, and I'm going to go see Cats. Ooh. To complete my cat's journey. Oh God. That started with the cat's movie and then the cat's movie commentary that me and Will did. <laughs> See it's some live cats. I, I, the, the version of cats that I saw, admittedly, it was like a local touring uh, company. It was, it's not a good show, dude. Like, no, dude, I'm going to, it's going to be excruciating. <laughs> like I, I am going to writhe in my seat. Like I'm being like slowly electrocuted. Yeah. I cannot imagine anything, uh, you know, again, loaded word, but I'm just gonna say it. Cringer. Uh huh. This, I'm doing it for the art. I'm doing it for podcast reasons. <sighs> uh, you just you know, and and my girlfriend knows. Like I'm like, yeah, you understand that I'm not a sincere fan of cats, right? Like, okay. You understand that I'm not going to appreciate this unironically, right? She understands. Like, no, that's it. great. I just yeah, 
Okay. She knows I do. <laughs> she knows it. She knows my business. Yeah. yeah she knows uh, you, you, you need to be gummied, man. I can't, oh, I can't dude. tell you. It's, it's a, if I like cats, gummy, like, I don't know. <laughs> I might on a wanted, like a missing persons poster or a wanted poster in that case. Everybody <laughs> wants to remember it. I want to be able to like pull an abject suffering details for like six months and be like, man, this reminds me of when Skimbleshanks, you know, Skimbleshanks, <laughs> the railway cat. No, I'm led to believe that he's committed a number of crimes. <laughs> well, that, that's a, that's that's not Skimbleshanks. Oh, that's Macavity. Um, yeah, okay. That's Macavity, my friend. Mm. Uh, but just being like, yeah, the actor had this gigantic unit and it was just flapping around because I assume <laughs> it being local theater, everybody, it's all the Circus Soleil from mm. Simpsons. You know, local <laughs> theater guys love to just get fucking tight pantsed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't really get it, but something about <laughs> those guys and their gigantic hogs. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh man so yeah uh report back uh that sounds like a fucking nightmare uh but it's not a reason to do it not a reason not to do it i'll I'll do anything for the novelty oh yeah true like yeah just about like a show like i'll go sit for yeah you know two hours pcp not so bad i was planning to sit anyway (laughs) um uh, yeah so he goes back through fat chance's wormhole to get down there and finds that uh colonel gentleman is strangling uh is strangling fat chance so just uh they've made they've made their move uh and the oldies are fighting back yep uh sally who's still in play walks up and says richard why are you doing this he's like i'm not richard i'm professor incorrigible (laughs) i hear he's not even wearing Uh, a mask yeah yeah. uh action man and rose state perform a meet me in st louis which is a, a move that they do. And when they knock over a fat chance, he loses control. So his, his portal spews out like a bunch of stuff, including a squid, which yeah. we saw in the beginning. Yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, filling this chaotic scene with even more chaos. Uh, limb calls for help from zero, uh, but zero is still in the cages talking to Brock. Uh, Brock is getting under his skin, right? Saying, Oh, you're just a henchman. Yeah, you're trying to be something else, but that's what you are. And then he finally, you know, right, just this is when he says, like, yeah, I, I recognize you. And, uh, I Zero, re- yeah. yeah, he's, he's being very canny about it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and Zero's about to kill him, you know, just to get getting revenge for all henchmen everywhere. This is when he draws close, but Brock isn't the one who grabs him. It's Amber who yanks him in and, uh, breaks his arm. And Brock snaps his neck right as Hank walks in yeah. and just vomits <laughs> really standing up. <laughs> like, hey, Brock, wool. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, that's very good mm. uh but since the ray, ray shields are down asteroids start hitting yeah yeah no good mm-hmm. it's going uh going titanic um, up in here yes uh as the asteroids are are pummeling the station uh phantom limb you know is upset because he's been double i don't know triple maybe triple cost <laughs> yeah like he is he doesn't know exactly what's going on yeah, yeah this is a complicated plot mm-hmm um jj understands the sound of meteors you know the ray shield must have failed he's like well it worked when i gave it to you uh very funny yeah uh Uh, and jj's like you know he's he's fine you know he's uh says like you know what can we do dean or dean asks what can we do and jj's like get suited up into a manual reboot Mm -hmm. um and he uh does a go team venture with dean and him and then rusty joins in no uh very sweet moment and then trace is like and team timothy trister he's he's in as well he's just he's just there to help he's uh he's he's on board god i love trister so much i love him i hope he comes back as a galactus Mm, he's thirsty post credits into the movie (laughs) 
Hunter is baffled at everything that's going on. There are so many things that they didn't take into uh, take into account. Uh, and even more confusing is this, <laughs> those guild members, uh, those council members who uh, uh, gave him the slip. They just walked right into the room. Uh, uh, it is Dr. Z, Red Mantle, and Dragoon, uh, here in their disguises. And, um, they just, uh, they're doing this like, Hey, we're old timers. We've been here forever. We are disgusted by the sovereign and his dealing with these investors, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just done all these breaches and guild law. We want to make a deal. We will give you the sovereign's location, uh, in exchange for full immunity. Like they're, they're ready to turn states. Yeah. The, it, it's much like the Democrats and the Republicans, Mm-hmm. They're enemies on paper, but they're both big fans of the system. Yeah. You know, the game, the game that keeps us perpetual, neither of us or well, not like the Democrats and Republicans, the game that keeps the Republicans <laughs> women winning, the Democrats oh. are real into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Um, so Dr. Mrs. The Monarch busts into the Sovereign's penthouse. Uh, she knows where this is as well. And the Sovereign uh, greets her as Jonas Venture Sr., which blew my mind. <laughs> if this, was the, the, this is such a good fake out. And I know that it's yeah. not the case, but for a moment, I think, oh, wait a minute. Is that what's going on? No, no. It's just the, be incredible. It, it just it's just a it's just a really well done, like fake twist. That would yeah. have been a direction that it could go. <laughs> Jonas raised these unusually horny old men. Uh-huh. The action man and Colonel Gentleman, the horniest old men that have ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and she, she doesn't believe it. No, no. You know, uh, and he, he had to say, I love the dialogue in this part. This feels like the end of Kill Bill too. A little bit. Yeah. To me, like it doesn't, this isn't, there's no, there's nothing funny mm-hmm. about any of this. This is just cool action stuff. Yeah. That's a nice you know, part about being a villain. Every now and then we get to take off our rubber mask. We had our sinister plot and explain how you're going to die. That everyone loves the troops. Mm-hmm. You know, and she says, you know, I know you're not Jonas senior. Stop wasting my time. And he turns into Bowie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and her just completely losing her patience. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we're gonna do the uh, the movie, the cliche, like here's my uh, you know cliche. Yeah, you know, you are just a shape shifting nobody. Like you know, you you've done all this this stuff, but you're just you're pathetic. Yeah, you know. Um, and he says, "Well, how about another cliche? Self destruct sequence." Yeah. yeah, he knows the OSA is coming. He lit. Fandal, or he lit a uh, red mantle yeah. and dragoon and Dr. Z go so they could tell the OSI. So the OSI would get here. Yes. So, you know, when this building goes up, getting it rid of everybody and he can make his escape. Um, you know, he has done all of this, you know, to, uh, uh, to, to deal with the investors, but also to escape back into an anonymity, uh, essentially. Yes. Uh, cause the heat was up too high. Um, and you know, she asked like, Hey, you know, I can, can I have a final request if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to kill me, uh, she wants him to spare gargantua too, you know, like just like, yeah, like, monarch. yeah, you know, just when it's my husband's up there, you just, there, there's no reason for you to do this. And he, and he, and he can't, you know, saying like the, yeah. the investors have to go. He's, he's assuming that the investors will be killed by something like an explosion, uh, which we will talk about. Maybe that's not the case. Yeah. They get ex- killed by something like a sword. No, it's, I mean, it's a, it's Later. a, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a mine sword is the thing. Yeah, like it's not sword. actually, it's not. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, she's disgusted. Oh, so you signed a deal with the devil and now you want to watch on it. And he says, oh, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the leader of the evil organization is unethical. Who, you know, who cares? Who'd have thought? Yeah. We're fucking villains. Yeah. You know, before he leaves, he leaves, she says, you know, I just want to know who you are. 
And he's just said he's just some bloke who wanted to be anyone but himself. Yeah. You know, again, uh, the creator's words in the mouth of a character, like it doesn't matter who the sovereign is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then he turns into an eagle and flies away, leaving her in the penthouse as the, uh, the, the clock is counting down. Yeah. Um, back at the compound, the fire is spread, uh, the triad are trying to put it out, but the sprinklers, you know, nothing's working. <laughs> you know, where are those firemen? Hatred flags on the firemen and a nice little callback because the power is back on the security systems back on. <laughs> so, so they all just get like shot down by laser turrets and shit. Yeah. Uh, it's like flipping and exploding and crashing into the fountain. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, things are real bad there and yeah. I'm, I, there was going to be an extended scene here, but I do not, uh, does not bother me. Yeah. But this is all we get. There was going to be something um, with the, with the master, you know, telling the triad not, you know, not to rely on the, not to rely on their magic, stuff like that. Yeah. Would have, would have fallen a little flat since the triad take a season long break. Yeah. You know, after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, back up on the space station, uh, JJ and Trace are trying to get into the bridge, trying to get into JJ's office there. Um, but they can't. You know, the lockdown is on, the you know, the, the hatches are too uh, are too strong, and JD is just completely, you know, weakened. You know, saying like, Oh, the cancer's made me too weak. I just there's nothing that I can do. I have to I have to give up. And, you know, upon hearing this, Tracer you know, is a kindred spirit, right? Here's somebody else who mm-hmm. is fighting the demon cancer. Says, you know, we can't let that beat us. And then he starts, you know, saying like, oh, cancer uh, makes me so angry. And you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And he turns into a Hulk. <laughs> yep. Tracer has overwhelming desire to smash. It's compulsion. <laughs> I uh, love that, that it's not just the Tarzan speak, but it is over explaining. Like that is an yeah. action. That is an actual, like, crit- like, criticism or commentary on the way hulk speaks as opposed to just the surface level like oh we're gonna drop a few articles and then it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's and it's also just what a beautiful image oh yeah you know traster hulk <laughs> he even I turns into him. a red hulk like what's his name from uh from marvel comics yeah shit hulk the worst hulk yeah me and jeremy <laughs> hate red hulk <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just, I know that there's a military guy who turns into a red Hulk. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's the Hulk's girlfriend's dad. Okay. Uh, turns into a red Hulk. Cool. And he blows. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, I mean, you can't weaponize that sarcasm against me. I hate red Hulk. Um, it, like the, uh, legitimately recommendations are poison. Uh-huh. Nobody should recommend anything ever. The, uh, the immortal Hulk. Oh, you told is, me about this. It's, it's yeah, like a horror it's a thing, horror, right? Uh, it's a, a really effective horror comic about a Hulk. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> just, just, just a Hulk out there. Just a free floating Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Like well, this, this world presupposes what if there were Hulks? Uh-huh. We all know all the Hulks died out in the war. We all know, <laughs> we all know the Emancipation Proclamation got rid of the Hulks. Mm-hmm. But what if it didn't get rid of all of them? <laughs> uh, what if the Hulks won the war? Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, from, from D.B. Weiss. And, um, so he, since he's a Hulk now, he rips the door open to the bridge, letting J.J. in. Yeah. Uh, outside, Rusty can't activate the mar- the manual override because he there's two holes and he's turning the switches and nothing happens. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, Dean, uh, you know, is just like really happy. You know, at first, like, do you know what you're doing? And he's like... You know, but I, I'm not mad. I'm just happy to be. I'm on our space fixing a ray shield. Yeah, like this is this is cool. Like he's, I love this. He's falling back. He's falling back in love with the adventuring. Yeah, 
Even though he immediately unfalls in love with it in season six. Oh yeah, he turn, turns a one eighty. He wants to. He wants to be a real boy. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little bit of a false start. Yeah, here. Um, an asteroid is about to crash them when Traster jumps out and uh, punches it apart. He says "Kraken," uh, which is neat. Gives him a little thumbs up. That's really great. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dean's reaction. <laughs> oh, <is that? laughs> I've learned not to ask. That's so good. <laughs> Uh, Dean remembers that the interns that put the race shield together had two sets of arms. So there'd be two panels uh, in the show. They're side by side and they should be one on top of each other. They talk mm-hmm. about this in the uh, art book. It was an error and they didn't have a chance to to fix it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but nice little clever, a little bit, you know, tying back in. Yeah. And just a, a forearm creature would design it this way. It's like a mist puzzle. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they reach in, uh, turn, you know, turn it, and then uh, they reactivate the shields. Uh, solving one problem, but uh, bringing this back online after all of the damage that was done, uh, it, it cuts their celebration short. JJ's congratulating them. Hey, we might live. But then uh, the core starts melting down. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, over at Meteor Major. Uh, Killinger is looking on the carnage of the space station with dismay. This isn't what he want, wanted, and the investors uh, showed up behind him. And they taunt him, like the, his plans are failing. Uh, we learn their names here. Uh, <laughs> Cassius, Skiron, and Legs. Um, <laughs> and these are the names of the uh, the orthogonal winds. Yeah, the minor winds in, in Greek, uh, in, in Greek uh, mythology. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty clever to, to make Killinger one of the the investors basically are the same species. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. They have a lot of the same powers. Mm-hmm. And I never guessed it before yeah. this, but it's like the perfect kind of reveal where like it makes a lot of sense in retrospect. Yeah. I mean, because because both of them work to aid villainy, but they do it with different levels of directness. And that, you know, that even is what uh, Killinger says, you know, <laughs> like. I only interfered with your plans because we were not meant to rule over the mortals. Like the, the investors were trying to basically rule, rule things through uh, like a puppet puppet kind of scheme. Right. Whereas Killinger was being a bit more indirect and like uplifting them, uplifting the villains as opposed to anything else. And so, you know, like, but they are fools. Right. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, you know, he says that this is true. Then you shall perish with them. Uh, and they do a lightsaber fight, uh, you know, as an on lightsaber American, this is fine. Yeah. Um, some of the action is fun because they can teleport and stuff. Yes. You know, uh, and like, as you mentioned, they, I, they do reveal this is in the mind. Right. It's yeah. not really just a light lightsaber fight. It is a, it is a psychic battle. They would not fight on this plane if they are extra planar beings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, back in the casino, Billy asks his mom, you know, how she knew to do all this stuff. And she almost tells him she used to be a superhero, but then she says she used to be a dancer. Yeah. Um, I don't see the point in keeping this a secret. No, no. From Billy. I, like, maybe they just want to plant a seed so they can do something later, but mm-hmm. later she beats up St. Cloud in his apartment. And, yeah. You know, who cares? <laughs> uh, JJ addresses everyone about the, uh, reactor meltdown, uh, saying it's just a precautionary evacuation. <laughs> Uh, and the panic, uh, the, the, the pirate captain realizes what this is <laughs> and yells for everyone to man the lifeboats. Everybody run, lose your shit. Uh, I love the idea that the pirate captain thinks anything he's on is, is just a ship. Uh huh. You know, he just can't, can't get rid of that terminology no matter what is happening. <laughs> it's Halloween and he's on a hayride. He's on a haunted yeah. hayride. Look hey, to starboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cute. Uh, oh man. Uh, and, uh, Colonel gentleman, you know, one of the realities of being an older, an, an older person, uh, in the scuffle, he fell and he broke his hip. 
he, he just, he's telling yeah. them, hey, you guys can't, uh, you know, don't, like, don't don't try and carry me just to make sure that you get out yourself, you know, truly selfless. But uh, um, and then he is saved by his greatest enemy, though he hated and did not trust the V-Bots. One comes up and grabs him and just carries him to the lifeboat. <laughs> the timing is really funny on this, too. It's very quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Revenge Society realizes now that something is afoot in the world of Double Cross. You know, that he's working with a sovereign. Uh, here they're about to turn on him and sally asks richard if he's coming to lifeboat uh you know he's like oh you, you'll take me back and, he, and she says no i just don't want our son to grow up and like lo- you know not lose his father because he decided to join the larp society like, you know this is ridiculous you have a kid <laughs> right grow up yeah um the uh brock and amber uh try to lead uh hank to a lifeboat but he doesn't want to leave you know he needs to find pop and dean yeah um, I don't get this beat with Amber calling up a zebra for them to ride. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't remember. I think that she just, so the zebra came out of fat chance. Yes. So that's why, why there's a zebra there. I think she just Amber gold having something of a gimmick or something. Yeah. You know, not, not even necessarily a superpower, mm-hmm. you know, just like, like Southern girls or horse people. Maybe. Like, Girls from the sor- the south get horses in a way that yeah. northern girls never do. They're con- they're connected to the horse. Yeah, yeah. You know, so many weird sexual awakenings through Black Beauty. <laughs> like, not being sarcastic. It's no, no. Le- it's a, it's a thing. true. It just it happens, man. Yeah. It's uh, so I, I assumed it's just horse girl stuff. Yeah, but no clue. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the the next space station over. Uh, the meteor base, uh, Killinger's holding his own. He's got his own lightsabers as he's, uh, you know, cutting, cutting them apart. He cuts legs apart. Is it legs or lips? I thought it was legs. I thought it was lips. Yeah. Yeah. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Uh, he's dead now. It doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) And, um, so as this is happening, uh, um, uh, elsewhere, Watch and Ward, they break into the penthouse where, uh, where Dr. or Mrs. the Monarch is, hoping to kill the Sovereign, but they're going to settle for rescuing Dr. or Mrs. the Monarch. They just want to be heroes. Yeah. And they, and they think also that they, uh, they're going to, you know, at first it seems like they're going to die as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, here, but then they're like, uh, you know, as they, as they pop in, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, where's Bowie? He's not David Bowie. He goes, oh, great. All my signed albums are worthless. Uh, <laughs> And they're like, you know, the last villain uh, cliche along with self-destruct is escape pods. Yeah. And they, they also take some pleasure in the game of uh, pressing the button. Yeah. And um, the flying saucer takes off. You know, the whole penthouse kind of turns into this um, as it's revealed that the uh, that the base is you know inside this mountain. It's, it's right by that lake. Um, speaking yeah. of that lake, as the uh, facility explodes, a shockwave rocks a boat. Um, that, uh, that, that is there as the OSI is arriving, um, headshots there, the shockwave and the wave, uh, causes them to fire off, a, um, an errant shot, uh, which hits an Eagle that falls into the lake. Uh, that's the sovereign sovereign's dead. He thought he could get escaped. Yeah. Yep. Uh, got rid of that plot line. Yeah. Uh, it, it is indeed lips. Okay. Correct. Uh, but yeah, uh, so headshot and Amber both get something to do. Cool. weird brief tenor of the show <laughs> yes and the sovereign is dead long live the sovereign um yeah. so pirate captain asks jj over the communicator like hey wh- where are you um and jj says you should know more than anybody the captain has to go down with a ship 
he's up on the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love this this joke where he's like, the captain goes down with the ship and he goes, ah. He's like, not you, the captain. Me, the captain. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A very funny idea. Uh, you know, <laughs> the idea, like the captain goes down with the ship, that means you. <laughs> you know? Just the final indignity. <laughs> Um, oh man! You know, so he he wants to get the uh, station to a safe distance here after he disconnects. And he asks Tracer to help him. You know, he yeah. smashes this one last thing. You know, he'll uh, get to meet his star people mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Is the idea? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it seems like the monarch is uh, going to tell something. Uh, is going to tell twenty one something kind. You know, like oh, you know, I didn't. I I don't know how how to say this, or you know, just there's ambiguity around it. And this is when he get guesses. And it just uh, it's it's Lance Burton is the answer there twenty one to their uh, twenty questions uh, kind of thing. The yeah. the magician. I I think he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. That's uh that's David Copperfield, my friend. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lance Burton was a magician who just guessed it on dumb shit in the seventies. Yeah. Like Dick Cavett had to have a magician on every once in a while. Like right. 70s and 80s. I yeah. remember, I remember watching like, uh, like in the, like in the nineties, like, a, a um, just a feature where like when magicians would have a feature on television, you know, mm-hmm. where they would do their stuff. It's weird. <laughs> you say like watch a feature when magicians attack. <laughs> 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 oh no. It's a libertarian run. <laughs> He's got a sketchy beard. Go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, sh- I'm sure there's a movie about a magician assassin, right? I hope so. I mean, um, other than FX, but yeah. The uh, when when Roger Ward, the thing that makes it, I was thinking about Lance Burton. This is very of it of its time when they do the uh, the ejector pod. They reference Hollywood Squares. Mm-hmm. They go like Shadow Stevens for the thing. Uh, for for who he is, how cool of a name is Shadow Stevens for what he actually is? It's a pretty wide difference. Yeah, yeah, it's a really big <laughs> gulf there. Also, Hollywood Hollywood Squares. Like, I I watched that a lot as a kid. Uh huh. Of course you, you do. Know, I really liked it. Yeah, you had to get your uh, recommended James, daily Bruce Valanche. <laughs> yeah, I had to get. Well, the uh, what is it? Uh, James Domian, uh, who is going to, who is a gay gay man. Uh huh. Had this bit where he's like talking about Disney gay villains. He talks about Mowgli, like with with Sircon, the the Viper. Mowgli is trapped in uh, Hollywood squares, not in the jungle, <laughs> because it was an incredibly gay show. Yeah, like. Yeah. Every other Hollywood Squares guest, like their whole bit was just being very flamboyant. Yeah. Just, uh, just really just being, just up there being as campy as possible. Super camp. Yeah. Yeah. Anchored, anchored at first by the great Paul Lind. Yeah. 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 The original super camp. Yeah. 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 The Kingsfield of super camp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, So he, uh, he calls, uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch calls the Monarch and says, you know, where are you? And accidentally rescuing you. Yes. Uh, because the escape pod is going to hit the rocket and knock it off course. Right. Towards um, the meteor base. A million coincidences here. Oh, yeah. This is real madcap and <laughs> any which way it would lose kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last two remaining investors over on the meteor base, uh, they continue the fight. And like right as Dr. Mrs. The Monarch and the others walk into the chamber and they react, you know, like, oh, like just they react like they're seeing this fight happen but it's not happening physically like this is just the form of their struggle that we can that we can comprehend um yeah you know they're standing there having a psychic battle 
Um, and when only one one investor remains, he says, you've destroyed the guild. You know, like, what have you done? And Killinger says, no, I've saved it. Yeah. After he takes out the last investor, he says, ah, just, you know, just there you are right on time as the monarch and Dr. Myths is the monarch. Uh, right in. Oh. Uh, so uh, Rusty watches the escape craft fly off. You know, he's like, why is everyone leaving? I fixed the shield. <laughs> he doesn't know about the meltdown. He's been outside. Yeah. Uh, and Traster separates the reactor from the rest of the structure. JJ explains uh, that he's going to take a little joy, joy into a uh, joy ride and a little joy, 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 joy. I mean, eating, <laughs> eating my, my lick of my joy, joy, <laughs> a little joy ride into history. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's, he's killing himself. Yeah. You're going to have to let go, now. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, very sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, again, Urbaniac's performance is very good in this. You know, he mm-hmm. seems struck at this point. He's, yeah. he spent the entire episode being extremely self-centered and bitter. And this is the, the this is a bigger loss than he would have anticipated it feeling like. And, yeah. you know, JJ's final words, you know, as the reactor pod starts blasting off, um, is, you know, he gives a go team venture. And instead of, you know, replying, Rusty just kind of holds up his own V sign weekly, you know, toward it as the as the pod blasts away. Um, it's, yeah. it's real affecting. Very sweet. Uh, Brock and Amber pick up, uh, Rusty and their ship and rescue him. You know, what are you doing here? Rescue new doc. Let's go. <laughs> you know, uh, down on the surface, uh, the compound is burning. Yeah. Uh, so that that's gone. Uh, Traster rides the antenna mast of the reactor bridge, uh, similar to, you know, it's a, uh, Dr. Strangelove mm-hmm. kind of reference here. Yeah. Um, and D- Dean says, uh, you know, will, will JJ get out at the last minute? And then it explodes. <laughs> yeah, so, no. yeah, no, your uncle's dead, son. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we get a long post credits. Um, uh, yep. You know, Killinger uses his healing magic. He takes the uh, lead slug out of uh, uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch's gut, uh, mm-hmm. heals her up. He even gives her a little lo- lollipop from his magic murder bag. Um, yep. And phantom limb and radical left they 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 fall through the portal um into the meteor base uh you know they're the only two of their event society who uh who live right um and dr mislamar is like hey well you know why are you here um and killinger says you're exactly where your paths took you like this was basically ordained you were set up so you would you would you know that you would collide here in this very important spot yeah Basically, you know, and he basically absolves Phantom Limb. You know, he stayed true to himself. Yeah. Like, deep down, he just wanted to serve on the council. Uh, Dr. Mrs. Monarch says, there is no council. And Killinger says, I see 13 chairs here. <laughs> you know, uh, they're going to rebuild the guild. Yes. Um, you know, Killinger leaves. The Monarch runs over to a chair, sits on it, puts his feet up. And then Killinger comes over. Uh, and says, not you. <laughs> well, no, uh, it, se- it seems like Killinger does the whole, like, oh, he, d- he disappeared while other people were talking kind of thing. Like, where did he go? Oh, yeah, Monarch, he's in the chair. Yeah, yeah. He, Monarch goes and turns one of the chairs around, and Killinger's there like, not you. There's no place on the not couch you. for the Monarch. It's all that he wanted, no. and he's not going to get it. <laughs> no. Uh, and it's all that he wants for, it's going to be his arc for a little while. They give the Monarch something to do. They do. Yeah. Since season two. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, and that's the end of the episode as it airs, but there is an, a webs a webisode. Yeah, there's a promo. It was like a season six yeah. promo that they did that also ties up the, the like like gives us a little bit of uh, extension, provides a bit more of a bridge between this and what happens at the beginning of uh, S S six E one. Yeah, like yeah. this should be 
this should be part of the episode. Yes. Uh, it's a funeral for JJ. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, these venture brother funeral scenes are always very sweet to me. Yeah. Um, the compound is in ruins. It's just, you know, they're smoking and smoldering in the background. I love Rusty's line. Probably not what JJ had in mind when he asked to be buried on the spot. Not that there is anything left to bury. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hatred is really upset. You know, it's not because he misses JJ, but because he let Rusty down. Rusty's like, yeah, you did. Uh, sad. Uh, Orpheus, this would have been one of the cut plots. Yes. Uh, from this Orpheus, uh, tells Dean, you know, I know you were attached to the little guy, so I've used my powers to bring you something from the beyond. <laughs> uh, and you think he's going to animate JJ, but he brings back Mr. Ricci. Yep. <laughs> uh, the Dean's fuck giraffe. Yep. <laughs> the smoldering ring. The, the score. What do I do with it? <laughs> um, God damn it, Tim Top. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Ricci is alive, come stains and all. Um, and uh, the pirate captain, you know, explains, you know, as he's doing the eulogy, you know, on the ship, when a crew member dies, um, whenever a crew member died, we had always sing an old pirate song to send him off. Pulls out his little concertina. And I just, I, I love this so much. The, like, the, the dirge. The, the, creeping, the, the, the creeping feeling of what it is. Like, you recognize the chord progression. Yeah. Slowly. Uh, it's, it's a concertina version of by the Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> so good i love that they just decided to build this whole affecting scene around that <laughs> it's so funny i the uh i know we we covered that on teenage dirtbags where i talked about this but i was obsessed with that song oh yeah when it came out i used to like cruise radio stations trying to find it oh yeah back in the day when you couldn't just listen to whatever you wanted it was like me with fastballs the way yeah like you just, <laughs> it is is one of those like that and then like, space hogs yeah in the, the meantime i felt like they solved music oh yeah like they, they just they're like why why make any more songs this is as good as it's gonna get <laughs> and i you know it was, it was 30 years ago right like i, I was an idiot <laughs> right uh but uh i just i had a lot of deep catalog with the with the crash test dummies uh-huh. had that album and, and it's just very uh very sweet <laughs> the the only thing that would have been a more directly like gary's heart missile uh-huh. Wouldn't walk on the ocean by to- Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> not <laughs> real specific. Not Gary Possum Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I man, I hate Possum. Oh, that was Kingdom. the Toadies. Sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, very different, and also an Edgelord song about fucking vampires. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> no, no, I suppose that's exactly what it is. Yeah, um, you know, I've never paid attention uh, to the lyrics. I, yeah. I, my, my only context on Possum Kingdom is that it was a bonus track on the Xbox 360 version of Guitar Hero 2. Yeah. And it has a long end part where a guy just goes, do you want to die? <laughs> uh, like, uh, but anyway, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, a, what a great song choice. And the only thing, like, the thing that makes it better is Rusty can't believe what is happening to it, yeah. happening around him. He's like, are you all fucking crazy? It, but everyone digs it because it's kind of a bop. Yeah. You know, the lawyers are like, yeah, JJ did request this. Ah. Uh, walks up and provides the, the helper drums to it. Oh. And it's kind of a good version of the song. Just the whole, like everybody starts singing along to it. I love it. it it's so sweet. The, his reaction reminded me of like our first PRGE when they started playing the home improvement theme <laughs> over the PA. And we both like looked each other in your eyes like, is this fucking happening? <laughs> like, Really? Uh, but then everyone is just like this moment of solidarity where everyone's like, yeah, I'll, I'll sing yeah. by the crash test dummies. We're going to, we're going to make this into a moment. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's great. 
Oh, it makes me mutley laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, Brock, so you saw trouble coming up. Um, he goes over to the driveway because um, the monarch is trying to uh, start up his rental car. Uh, you know, it's been sitting there and the battery went dead. You know, it's like, hey, I don't mean any disrespect. I just have to get this thing back. Uh, and he asks, oh, can I get a jump off of your electric fence? Yeah. 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 Uh, everyone is in this and Rusty's like, why is the family so happy? They're homeless. Mm -hmm. And the lawyer says, no, no, JJ left you something. And he goes, Oh, spider skull Island. Like he's rolling his eyes. Uh, And he's like, no, you know, he left spider skull Island and a huge inheritance to Sally, you know, but he actually left the billion dollar venture industry and their headquarters in New York to you. Yeah. And it ends with Rusty fainting and falling over. He, He hit the jackpot. Yep. Uh, kind of his wildest dreams. Yeah. Uh, or his brother die. <laughs> you know, uh, sad enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's all this in Gargantua too. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen that, that postscript, um, go on YouTube mm-hmm. and search it. I recommend uh, watching A lot it. of people have not seen it. Yeah. I didn't know about it. You know, like you, like it was shortly before the episode, you sent me a thing on Slack saying like, Hey, uh, make sure that you check this out because we're, we're going to want to talk about it. And absolutely we did. And I thank you for not yeah. spoiling that it was crash test dummies. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I'm spoiler averse. I try not <laughs> try to, to treat everyone with that respect. Yeah. Um, I had forgotten about it. I watched it, uh, when this came out, when it was contemporary, uh, and then saw a reference to it in the art book. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I should, I should find that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Uh, great episode. Makes me very hopeful for the Venture Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they know how to do this long form cinematic. Yeah. Kind of thing. I, yeah. Uh, uh, as as well yeah if, if if they can if they can recapture this i think that'll be that'll be good especially like with the finality that this that this kind of brings and you know like the only thing the the only like branch that feels like it got some short shrift was the uh was, was the order of the triad to me right yeah. and I, it, it would have been neat if hatred got more to do given his importance for the last three seasons you know um he, they still don't really know what like the none it's not perfect right? yeah like they they uh you know they they're in that that debt with twenty one and the monarch. Uh, Dean has a character movement and then immediately moves back. Yeah, on it. You know the triad doesn't get a, a proper like a real good send off. Nor do they get anything to do mm-hmm. for for a whole season. Uh, Hatred is relocated to New York, but not really for to do anything. Yeah. Just be kind of a sad security guard. Like it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it it does the work of getting them to a new place. Yes that they need to do to do really good work. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm excited about that place where they, where they land. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to start talking about it. Season six and season seven are the seasons of the show. I've only seen once. Same. Uh, so I'm really excited to, uh, to revisit them. I mean, I can't wait and to I talk love about season six. I can't wait to talk about the red death. Such a good character. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it happening one night, which is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the doom factory uh, yeah, the doom factory is so good dangerously self-obsessed <laughs> uh super criminal uh, <laughs> the way that, they, that, that the lex luther grooms rusty <laughs> yeah it's it's very like you know and just brutally mm-hmm. artism oh it's very good art <laughs> yeah, it is very good uh and i like them going to a monster of the week format for a season yeah it suits for a monster of the week show i like a an ever-changing premise mm-hmm. you know not premise, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Topic. Into it. Um, yeah. Uh, and that that's it for this episode. We will be back with an episode uh, about the special features. 
mm-hmm. and such. Um, I will be, uh, or we will also uh, read your responses. So if you have things to say about season five of the Venture Brothers or all this in Gargantua 2, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. Um, and we're, we take those responses all the time, you know, we're not going to read them mm-hmm. on, all the time. We already have, uh, some people who wrote in about season five, but if you start having thoughts about season six, go ahead and send them in and we will save it for that, uh, wrap up episode. Um, if you would like to support the, uh, the, the show and the network, you can go to patreon.com slash TV. You can get access to episodes of this a week early. We've made a, uh, change to the way that it is, uh, delivered early. Uh, but hopefully that uh, uh, makes the feed easier to read for you. All of the uh, instructions on how to do that are exhaustively written on the um, on the Patreon page. Uh, just click the pinned post and you will see a link to all of it. Yeah. If you're having uh, any issues with that, uh, feel free to to reach out, but please read it carefully first. Yes. And read the comments. Uh, somebody may have already solved your problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are getting a lot of responses about that. It's getting better, but it's hard to keep up with. Yes. You know, so if you, uh, you know, we would appreciate doing due diligence, uh, and taking a look at the stuff that we have already written out, mm-hmm. uh, before asking for individualized tax support if possible. Yes. Uh, we don't have, uh, we, we don't have extra staff to help us deal with that. We're making yeah, shows. This would be, this would be someone's job in an ideal world. Like we would have a tech person. Yep. Uh, but we do not. Yeah. And we appreciate your support. Um, go over there. Uh, like it's a good time. Bonfireside chat is starting back up again. We're talking about Elden Ring. If you are at all into video games, that is a, just a major temple release, uh, regardless of if you've been into souls or not. So, uh, it is a, it is a good place to be our Patreon lots of stuff there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and until next time. Well, I also, uh, thank, thank, oh. thanks. Thanks, Gwen. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thank you, Gwen. Yeah. Thank you very much, Gwen. We appreciate you. You, uh, and she will be back listeners. Mm-hmm. And now until next time. Go, go team, team venture. venture.